voice like slow and shit, you feel me? Good. You know what I'm saying? Like, welcome to the Summer 16 podcast. Today, look, look, today you got the love, Doctor. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the Summer 2016 Podcast, a podcast between two friends who met, you guessed it, in the summer of 2016. My name is John Bowie, at John Bowie on Instagram, and I'm here with my very good friend, Tunde. You can find him, Taught7, the air up there, 7, on Instagram. Every Wednesday, we'll have new episodes and somehow figure out how to combine our different views, experiences, beliefs, and talk about just about anything, and we always will leave having learned something new. On today's episode... As always, we're going to start by just catching up. We have a series of current events, you know, based around, you know, Bernie Sanders dropping out of the race and just some of the fallout that we're seeing in the whole political climate going on in our country as it relates to coronavirus, the upcoming election, and how people don't know how to act on Facebook. Um, we're going to leave learning something new and Tunde is going to, uh, Dr. Akinya K is going to teach us a little something about viruses and we'll finish this show up with our AVM section. So, uh, now that we're done with that intro, dog, what's good with you, man? Uh, nothing much, dog. Uh, it's been a long day, really long day. Uh, kind of tired, but I have my Pacifico powering me through. Um, Pacifico. A beer? Pacifica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cerveza. Cerveza. Uh, yeah, it's a Mexican beer. Um, so let's see. Today's been a long day. Uh I have my first today's like the first day of lecture uh, in a new format in this new climate of uh quarantine. So this whole quarter from now until the middle of June. Is going to be all online. So I did my first lecture this morning via Zoom. And uh, I think it went pretty, I think it went pretty well. Um, Good amount of students showed up, not too much uh, technical difficulties. But tomorrow is going to be like the first real test because we have like a third party like app that does like the virtual labs. And I foresee like a lot of just, you know, bullshit coming through or coming down the pipeline. So what class is this that you're teaching um, this semester? Or this um, I'm teaching a survey of biology, uh, general biology, and uh, cell biology. So okay. um, all three classes have labs. All three classes have lectures. So Damn. that's going to be a lot of, a lot of grading, a lot of, just a lot of virtual labs. Virtual yeah. labs. Yeah. I've never even heard of that before. I, I did a simulation for one. Basically, like you move like the keypad around and you're walking through the lab. You have to like put on like your like your goggles and your and your gloves and then you pick up the gloves off the, the table and then you walk into the lab. It's like you're basically doing everything you would in a real lab. It's just it's Dog, crazy. You know what would be dope though is if like instead of like that terrible Sims like video game that you just described mm-hmm. to me, uh like that the 3D like virtual reality joints. Oh yeah, that, that, that would fire. That would be fire. But the thing is, like, it's it's super expensive too. Like, I think for 
for our section for just five labs, it's like forty five hundred dollars for like the, the block of students. So it's like, hmm, like a hundred and twenty students. So I think like for each per student, it comes down to like not that much, but. Still, so if you want to access it as like a just yeah. you on your own, it's gonna be very expensive. How how does that compare to the price of like a normal lab equipment? I, I, that's a dumb question. It's probably way more expensive to operate a lab, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Lights yeah. on. That was so dumb. That was such a dumb question. <laughs> I'm gonna go yeah, sit you, down. You, you have to pay like the the lab techs and all by all the reagents and yeah, it's 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 probably more expensive to operate this you know face to face. But I prefer that because it's you know students get their hands on experience. But mm-hmm. you know that that was my day today. And then yeah. uh, after I did that, uh, me and you uh, are doing or taking part in something a physical challenge. We started uh, half marathon Mondays. Yeah, so we're not you and I both ran a half marathon today. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why I'm out of it. I am I am tired. I'm big tired. And so, actually, my uh, I'm gonna throw a little shout out on the on the section, man. Um, my boy Zach at Zach and Finn on Instagram. He's the one that uh, approached me end of last week. He was he was he was doing a prep run, and he lives not too far, and actually ran past my crib. Like, yeah, bro, on Monday we run in a half marathon, and so I instantly hit you up because you're gonna do it anyway. So like. It's just a free it's a free hashtag for you on the gram. So um, I was the one who wasn't prepared. Like both of y'all ran sub two hours. I was like two ten or something like that. But which is not which is not bad at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'd like to run faster. I'm big tired right now though, so I'm I'm trying to keep it together. My whole but you, body hurts. Ha- but you haven't really doing like a lot of distance like yeah. lately. So that's considering I, like the fact that you haven't been running a lot. It's a really good pace. I, I will I will uh, put the plug out there because you came from my life last week. I had a 15 mile week last week, um, and I guess that's this. You know, we also are doing the the Miles Madness Challenge. Oh yeah, it's a two, yes. week, a two week challenge. Uh, I I guess you know I think we thought that it was initially going to be 50 miles in two weeks, uh, but apparently. It's run as many miles as you can instantly because that one dude has already run 50 miles in two days. So I'm no, over. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm saying a day and 11 hours. Facts. Yeah, right. Because he he woke up, he he rose on Sunday morning, ran 25 miles. And then this morning we wake up to uh, the whole group me going crazy because he did it again. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pissed. 50 miles in two days. Like how? Like bro. no, like like you got it, you got it, bro. Like, what are you trying to is, prove? Is he cheating? He's got to be, right? You know what? After the first twenty-five, I was like, you know what? It's it's possible that he ran basically a half marathon. I mean, a full marathon on one day. You know, what? it happens. But to do it the, the very to do it the very next day, it, it just doesn't seem right. It doesn't and, seem and, right. You, Sorry. I I, I like. It's not that it's like physically physically impossible. Like people have done stuff like that. It's just why you know, like like why, fam? What are you, you trying know? to prove? Who like who are you impressing, bro? Like you gonna make everybody hate you? I do. The whole group hates like him. him. Yeah, like they and it's so funny. Like it's the best group me I'm in right now because every other one is just talking about nothing. Dog, 
when when I saw the challenge is started by the bros to basically raise money for uh, coronavirus um, people who have been affected by it. And I think it's like a Dubai and it's $10. And I think right now it's like almost 200 runners. But anyways, somebody found his picture and like, he's like, <laughs> he's like at a lab at a, like a, uh, a fume hood. And yeah. I guess brother didn't brush his hair that day. So he had like, a oh lot my of, gosh, he had, like, he had like a lot of naps. <laughs> Bro, he's looking like Kevin Durant. So, so bro, like maybe, maybe the naps give him <laughs> super speed. <laughs> oh, oh man, yeah, I love that group already. I don't even know. I, I think I know like five people in the group out of like the two hundred. But it's, I know it's, you. It's I know you and maybe one other bro in there. Like, is it isn't isn't Brittany in there and and Chelsea from our from our um team? I don't think team? so. I don't oh. think so actually. We should uh-huh. check after this. Yeah, they're great. They're 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 shout out to them too, man. I don't know their handles off top, but shout out to shout out to the Hood to Coast team. No, I, I, I'm gonna put it in the description. You're gonna put their uh, you're gonna tag them in the description to get their uh, followers up. Yeah, All right. they've been they've been rocking with the podcast too, man. Let's support them, man. Like, I, yeah. I, I like them. Shout out, shout out, Brittany and Chelsea. Yeah. All right, so yeah, that was my day. Yeah. Not bad, man. I, like like you said, mine is pretty much the same. Like my whole body hurts. Um, I did I did um, steal the the suggestion you gave me uh, offline for the Nike Training Club apps to do like the warm ups, and I'll probably mm-hmm. do the the post run uh, workout after this. Um, you know, so for anybody looking for another app to recommend workouts, um, the Nike Training Club NTC, the Nike Training Club app is available. Um, for I think it's Android and iPhone. Um, yeah, and then while the quarantine is going on, all the premium workouts are free. Yeah, yeah. I I, I tried it for the first time today. I really like it. Um, damn, that could have been one of my AVM joints. It's fine. We just we just giving all the plugs today, G. <laughs> um. So all right, dog. Let's 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 get to it. Let's get to it. Let's talk about some some current events. Um, early last week, I hit you up as soon as I saw the information. Um, R.I.P. Bernie Sanders, man. So, you know, for those unaware, um, you know, he has officially dropped out of the presidential race. And I think even as of the day we're recording this um, Monday, uh, he has actually endorsed Joe Biden as well. And so, um, you know, always the, the bridesmaid, never the bride. Um, you know, he, he, he put up a good fight, but the establishment candidate is victorious again. So, you know, what, what are your thoughts? Like, were you a Bernie, were you a Bernie bro? I know, I know you rock with Warren, but you're, you know, you're progressive. Uh, no, I'm not a Bernie bro. (laughs) Um, not at all. Um, I'd like a lot of his policies. Like I'm for, you know, raising the minimum wage. I'm for decriminalizing or making weed illegal. I'm um, legal. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I am for you know free college for all. I'm for taking down the banks. Free college, bro. Free college. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. I'm not saying everyone should be able to go to like Harvard or anything, but like, even if it's community college, everyone should like education should not like. I feel like if people wanted like 
be educated and mm-hmm. and you know further their mind, you shouldn't mm-hmm. be locked out of that opportunity just because you can't afford it. Fair. No, I rock like, with that. I like if you that. tell if you tell people if you tell people like the the um what are the pathways out of poverty is by education. Yeah. Like why why put a price tag on that? Sure. Sure. But um uh, I'm not a birdie bro because I feel like one, he's I don't like the fact that him and his his uh his faction they 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 talk about well the Democratic Party doesn't doesn't support me doesn't support him yeah. and they're out to get him like as it, but he's not I, he's not a Democrat though right no he's, no, he's, he's independent like yeah um what's the saying like he's a he's a leap crack. he's a leap year Democrat. Like he, he's only a Democrat sure. like every four years when he wants yeah. to run for president. Yeah. And well, so and on that point, right? Like I I'll admit, like 2016, like I bought a Bernie hat. Like I, I was rocking with Bernie in 2016. Uh I think a lot of the ideas that he presented then have become the main narrative for a large part of the Democratic Party uh four years later. Uh mm-hmm. it's just that this this time around, man, I couldn't get with it. I you know, I felt like I felt like a lot of it was, you know, selling dreams, which, you know, it worked for 45. But, you know, when you're selling dreams that are like so pie in the sky, so lofty. Right. Like I I, I was hard pressed to see anything. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, 90 percent of anything he was talking about. I was hard pressed to see him being able to actually do it. Right. Um, and so for me, I was just like, you know what, Bernie, like, I, I appreciate you. I, I will say, I will say that, um, you know, talking about $15 an hour minimum wage and, you know, healthcare for all, like in light of all the recent events and how, you know, quote unquote, essential workers are out here, you know, the people that are getting paid below minimum wage, once putting in the time, like it doesn't make sense that they're not getting paid more and oh, yeah, it for, would make sure. Sense. And it would make a hundred percent sense that everybody could have healthcare to go get tested for coronavirus or anything. One hundred percent. So it's like you know you can't really say my man's was wrong. It's just realistically how we were going to get it done, right? Like, did yeah. you feel like did you feel like he he ever had a chance to win, or like where where did he where did he make his mistakes? Like, what did he do? What kind of caught him out? Because you were a uh, Warren fan anyway. If you don't mind yeah, me putting it up there, yeah. right? Like, yeah, 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 you yeah. were rocking for Liz, like. Like, like 2016, I, I was Hillary all the way, and in, in 2020, I was uh, Elizabeth Warren all the way. So she I got feel like wrecked. She had no. She thinks she, she got wrecked, and then it's crazy to me. A lot of people, a lot of people, are gonna like. I've had debates about this, but honestly, I I feel the same way I, that I felt in 2016. A lot of it has to do with misogyny, and people would you can disagree all you want, but that's just how I feel because if you put if you stack up. Bernie Sanders and his policies versus Elizabeth Warren and her policies, they they marry each other a lot. Yeah. One one has a plan to get it done and one kind of doesn't. So yeah. I don't know. And then one's uh, a man. Well, yeah, one's, one's a, man, a man, one had a plan. Yeah. And one's a man who talks about the, the establishment, even though he's been a senator for like 25 years. And more than that, right? Like yeah, yeah. 40, right? So, or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's been a senator for a long time. So you are the establishment. But anyways. How he made his mistakes. So I feel like he didn't learn from 2016. Um, he got wrecked by Hillary Clinton in the South. 
Yeah. Right? So like primaries come around, you have you have Iowa, you have New Hampshire, you have Nevada. 2016, you, you split those three states however you want to. Then you then you go through the South and you get super you get super wrecked by by um by Hillary Clinton. Same thing happened in, in, in 2020. You, you got wrecked by by Joe Biden. Yeah. Like you can't you can't keep I think that's because Bernie Sanders has a blind spot when it comes to race. Like, I was just about to say that. I like I really I struggle with like a lot of the stuff that comes out about Bernie on the periphery, right? And mind you, this is not me in any way, shape, or form saying that Joe Biden is perfect, right? But um, you know, and I think you know, even you and I have talked about it, right? He had four years to get some clout in the black community. Like he knew that that was where he was lacking. Killer Mike and T.I. can't save you, fam. You know, like it, it, it's not and, enough. And was this time um, public enemy? Yeah, like it's not enough, bro. It's not enough. Like, you know, I like Run the Jewels and T.I., you know, was cracking in the early 2000s. But let, let's, you know, he was also coming out saying wild stuff about taking his daughter to the doctor's office. So let's <laughs> let's let's really reel it in. Right. Um, and so the thing was, you know, even his. And I can't remember her exact title, but I don't know if you heard about this, where she was, let's say, for the lack of being completely accurate, she was over his, you know, urban development planning, right? Uh, a, a black woman. And she decided to leave his campaign um, and had a an interview on The Breakfast Club, essentially talking about like, hey, guys, like, you know, Bernie ain't a bad guy, but this campaign is like he racist, you know, all this stuff that he's talking about. Like I, I marched with Martin Luther King and, you know, I think that, you know, education or I think healthcare are some of the great equalizers. It's not from a race perspective, but a socioeconomic perspective. And I think that it's very short sighted to think that those two things are, you know, so far separated. Right. Like, and so to not uh, have a, was it Nina Turner? That name, that name rings a bell. I think that might. Are you? Have you seen it? Have you seen what I'm talking about? No, I haven't seen the the, the reference club clip. But okay, but um, all in all, you know, I think that, you know, for candidates, especially Democratic candidates, to come out and not have a black agenda, is detrimental to the black community. Biden is just getting the benefit of the doubt because he has a black friend that we all liked, and so, you know, old black folks are rocking with him, but. You know, our generation or, or my generation, I should say, um, ain't trying to hear nothing about Sleepy Joe. Like my man's a senile. Yeah, yeah, that 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 is true. But like, if you look at if you look at um, like Bernie Sanders, right? So I mentioned like he has this like blind spot for race, and uh, I feel like he he thinks all our community problems or anything that has to do with structural racism can be fixed with the economy. Let's say you paid everyone in this country a salary of $90,000 a year. Nice. So, so, like, no one is really hurting for money. Right. There's still structural, like, racist policies in place. They're, sti they're still going to hold black people back from you know achieving all that they can, so it, the economy is not the only problem that you know, or money that can't fix 
all the issues that you know are holding black people down. So I don't know. I feel like at the beginning when you had when he when he won New Hampshire and he won Nevada, and like I guess he got the the popular vote in Iowa, everyone was like on his on um Bernie Sanders train saying, Oh my god, look, he's gonna be next president. But like mm-hmm. you look at the numbers, he wasn't really polling that well. Like yeah. it's just the fact yeah. that like all the moderates were splitting the vote. So I don't yeah, because there was like, like five candidates, five moderate yeah. candidates, and Bloomberg yeah. throwing money around in in unprecedented ways. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like at the end of the day, a lot of us, a lot of Bernie Sanders um, supporters think that he had a great chance to beat Trump, and honestly, I don't think that he did. I don't either. I, I don't, I don't like. It sounds nice in, in, in retrospect, but or like in theory, but no. So the real question is the real question is, do you think Joe could do it? Right? Do you think that you know Joe could be the leader that we would need right now to be able to handle to be that presidential guy to handle the coronavirus or to help write the economy and you know take down, you know, forty five who, you know, some people believe is a very dangerous president. Um, two different questions. Uh, could he be the one to take down coronavirus? Yes, he. Yes, he. I think he can because he doesn't think he knows everything. Like well, that's because he, he don't the, remember. Yeah, he can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> he can put people in, like, like for instance, like um, President Obama. He also doesn't feel like he knows everything, so he, you know. Created off the the pandemic response team to you know to yeah. put people to have the expertise in charge, yeah, of handling situations like this. And Joe Biden, of course, has said the same thing: like bring mm-hmm. these people back and do what you need to do, and mm-hmm. let them take the lead. Um, he doesn't have the ego that that uh, that that Trump has. Now, can he beat can he beat Donald Trump? I think that he can, because like the, 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 yo, come on. I'm gonna tell you why. 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 So when Hillary was running against him, Hillary couldn't really stoop down to his level. One because she's a woman, right? And then like if she got, if she like you know swung back, like like theoretically, like uh-huh. effectively, if she swung back, then people would say, oh, look at her. She's just she's just an emotional woman. Like Joe okay. Biden's have to, Joe Biden have to worry about that. Right. Okay. And, okay. and Joe Biden, you see that like that, that clip of Joe Biden when he's at the factory. Wait, is that the one where he uh, was that the one where he was talking to the guy and he was like, "We can fight outside or something like." Yeah, that. yeah, 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 like, yeah. So Joe, Joe Biden really don't he don't give a fuck, right? <laughs> Joe is not throwing no hands. His wife throw more hands I'm, than he. I'm would. not saying he's that. I'm not saying he's like literally gonna throw hands, but like, put him on that stage, right? And, like how Trump like says whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. And like, it doesn't worry, worry about the consequences. I feel like Joe will get on that stage and be like, you know what? The, you wanted it, you got it. Hey, look, you ain't shit. Your mama ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like your tan, your tan is fucked up. Like, <laughs> so I feel like, and then people are gonna rock with him because of that. Like, you're gonna have, you're gonna pull people from the center or people pull people from that were on, on the Trump train. And they yeah. were like, oh, you know, he just tells it like it is. He's going to pull sure. those people away from Trump. And sure. then and also he's going to pull, I think, the Democratic base as well. So I think he has a better chance 
of beating Trump than Bernie Sanders does. I'm a, I'm playing devil's advocate here, bro. I'm playing uh -huh. devil's advocate. Okay, like obviously, I want to be very clear. Like you know, also devil doesn't need an advocate. The devil doesn't need an advocate. Uh, well, you know, some people don't believe in him. I guess I don't. Whatever. Um, what was I saying? Joe. Oh, okay. One, one. Just a general a general rule of thumb that I accept is if you have low voter turnout, the Republicans win. Okay. And in the current state of things right now, right, we know coronavirus is, it is what it is, you know, but even, you know, Dr. Anthony Fauci is coming out saying like, hey, y'all going to get out the house eventually, but don't think that stuff is going to be the same. There's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to show up to the ballot box this year. And I think that that could be a, a very huge factor that's not considered. Okay. Mm -hmm. Two, two. I just got to be real, man. Trump don't fight fair. He don't he don't fight the same as everybody else. So, yeah, Joe might try to get his hands dirty and be like, yeah, you know, your mama breath stink and your wife don't love you kind of you dig. Right. But yeah. um, the truth of the matter is Joe is sleepy and his memory is bad. He 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 damn near ruins his own chances before you even need the opponent to do it for you. And then if you if you let if you let Trump get that ammo on him, like I feel like he's gonna have some amazing tweets, bro. Amazing tweets. And it's going to it's going to look, it's going to look like one of these guys has no idea where they are and what they're my, doing. And my retort to that is don't see do you see how Wisconsin went ahead with their primaries and how people stood in line just to vote. Okay, that's Wisconsin, bro. Like, don't, don't I, I'm just saying, don't don't be surprised if you see the same thing nationwide. People will, people want Trump out of office. Like, like there's also forty November's not going to be a game. There's also forty nine percent of the country that's approving of him. Like, it, yeah. it's mind boggling to me. It's my like. It's that's like this. Basically, half the country is still like, yeah, you know, I'm fine. That's fine. Forty-nine percent of the country approves of him, but he also lost a popular vote in 2016. Not and saying he's that still president. He's still okay. president. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. It's not sweet over here, bro. I, I'm just saying. I feel like he has less of a chance of being the president in 2020 than he did in 2016. Not saying. I'm not saying he's not. Gonna, I'm not saying he's definitely going to lose. Sure. Trump, I'm, not, I'm talking about Trump. I'm not saying he's going to lose, definitely. Sure. But I'm just saying it's not a shoe in for Trump to win. Like it's not. No, like nothing's people, a shoe. Like, like, like people, like people are 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 dying. Like literally, like like every like forty seconds. America's dying like every forty seconds from coronavirus. And then like those those red dawn emails just dropped today by New York Times, like uh -huh. showing that Trump and his administration knew about like he he was advised. They were advised. Like in January, just like shut down colleges and schools, and he was just what? like, like dog. The more and more shit comes out, like the the less less he's looking like he should be president. It you know less than before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm with you, dog. Like you know, we go back and forth on this all the time. Oh, real, real, real quick, real quick, dog. I have a theory. I was talking. Oh, I, was talking I was talking to Callie today. Okay. Right. We, we, we were watching um the uh like his pressure today. His pressure. 
his his presser his like, like oh his oh his presser yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 I don't think he's a human being. <laughs> what is he a ghost tune day? No, no. Like I, th- I think he's an alien, right? Dog, I and- like, bro. <laughs> hold on, like. Keep going. Like I, th- I think he's an alien sent here to like just fuck up the world, and and make it easier for like the next wave of aliens to come and take over. Okay. Like, like I look at him, I don't see him as a person. Okay. I see him like a, I see him as an entity. Dog. It, oh my. It, oh my God, Team Day. Like, so Trump is an alien. Sent here to ruin humankind. Yeah, this could be a, this could be a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, good. Think think about it. Yeah. Okay. I'll. Uh, <laughs> the more you know, like. Oh. <laughs> uh. But I'm not even gonna like touch touch on that. Like you're you're hilarious, bro. Like you're wilding. But you were also telling me that you know even with all this stuff coming out, like. Folks are folks are really acting up on like Facebook. Like you were you were upset. Like you were upset upset when you no, hit me up last like I, last. I, had, I, no, I stopped. I stopped my uh, like my run to, to text you. Okay. Like, so today is today is Monday. This is what Saturday, Friday. Oh uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So, anyways, I'm I'm you know on my phone for my social media you know applications. I I uh I have my notifications turned off for like Snapchat and Facebook and uh and Twitter. The only mm-hmm. app, only notifications on is for Instagram. Okay. So like I only check those you know. When I just like, oh, let me let's see what's going on on Facebook, whatever, mm-hmm. to, to be more productive. So like, I only check Insta- like Facebook like maybe once a day. So I'm I'm checking my Facebook and like I'm scrolling and I see like this guy that I follow, he posted like this link to uh all three 2016 debates between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Like this is like. Okay. In April of 2020, like yeah, yeah, almost almost, almost four years four old. years later, yeah, four years, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's just like, you know, going back and looking at these debates, and basically Hillary Clinton doesn't look too too uh, presidential, and I'm just like, the fuck, what? like, what's that to do with like one, like one, she doesn't have to look presidential because she's not the president because. Big facts. Because like, because a, a foreign country interfered with our election, so that's that's one. Bro, hold on. Are you, like Russia is not the reason why Trump is. It's president. part. It's part. It's part of the reason. Okay, you don't think you don't think Hillary had her her minions trying to pull some levers and, and press some buttons. Guess what? American. I don't care. A foreign okay. country. That's the point. All right. Any, anyways. All right. Anyways, that's one. And 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 two. So Donald Trump right now looks presidential. Is that what you're saying? So are you asking me? Are you asking no, me? No, no, no. Oh, okay. That was that was like that was like my thoughts going through my head. I know what yeah. you think. You love Donald Trump. 
You, you, what'd you say, bro? Don't, <laughs> hey, hold on. Hold on, bro. Wait. <laughs> you cannot say that. You cannot say oh, that. Oh, I, right, I like Kanye West, but I do not agree with all of his <laughs> philosophies. I need to be very clear here. You are not about to have me out here bogus on the airwaves. Like, I'm not stomping for Trump, bro. I'm not stomping for Trump. Yo, you're wild. You're mad wild. My bad. All right. So I'm just like, what is going on? So I, I started, you know, scrolling through the comments. And then, like, a lot of his friends are Trump supporters. And they're like, they're like, yeah, that's that's why she's not president now because she wasn't presidential. And uh, everyone hates Trump because because of this coronavirus, but he didn't create the virus. So in my mind, I'm like, yeah, he didn't create the virus, but like his response to it was like inept. Like he he like if if the for instance right now, there's no there's no national order for stay at home right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fine to me. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he's to me, in my opinion, he's failed as a president. But you know, let's harp on on Hillary Clinton like off a of debate. But anyways, so I, I'm I'm scrolling, 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 and he's just like, yeah, you know, I never, I've never watched it before. So the I debate, the debates. Mm-hmm. So I asked him, I was like, is this serious? And he's like, yeah, I never watched it, so I don't want to take the like the media's word for it. And I I think he has a lot of the points. Trump so does. I, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, you know, that's an interesting response. <laughs> Unfollow. Yeah, exactly. I was like, thank you for this response. Hey, hey, enter to send a response, and I hit unfollow. Like, fuck that. I, I don't. And then, so before I saw that, like, another one of his friends who was a Trump supporter basically was like, it's funny how all the people are unfollowing you based on your political opinions. Like, they probably want your friends anyway. So I was like, you know, whatever. Still unfollow. I don't have so, time to my life. Man, and I remember, I remember saying this to you when you texted me in your frustration. Uh, like, you do you think you can't be friends with people with different political views? No, I mean, yes, I do. I think I can be friends with them. Okay, like it, it's it, it's one thing to to uh, you can have different political opinions, philosophies, and still be friends with someone, right? Like, oh, yeah, I, of course. I, like for instance, I have plenty of friends who are diehard Bernie Sanders supporters. Okay. And I like in the past year, I might I, I might have tweeted or posted some stuff on Instagram about Bernie Sanders that Facts. they probably looked at me like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" But anyways, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It, 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 that's different from from some supporting someone whose whose ideological views. Are I'm gonna say at war with basically who I am as a person. Like so, so you couldn't be friends with a Trump supporter. No, no, not at all. Wait, like like Trump, Trump, Trump has Trump, Trump is one. He's xenophobic, right? He's he's created a Muslim ban, which which the, the band makes n- no sense. No sense. Yeah, no sense. Like, and one of, the, one of the countries that's on that's on that list is Nigeria. I have family who's trying to get green cards, trying to get citizenship in this country, who are now just stuck in limbo. Like, th- that, that affects me personally. Yeah. And for you to support this man, I'm just like, so basically, by proxy, you're saying, fuck me. Like, is it that simple? Is it is it really that simple, Tunde? Like, 
Yeah, okay. It is. In my opinion, it is. Because the only the only reason why I asked that, like what you're saying, like 100 percent like I under I understand what, where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I guess where I start to get like the the line is a little blurred for me. It's just this idea that, you know, people are voting for, you know, a complete person, right? Like I think that there are a lot of people that voted for Trump in 2016 that were just like fuck no Hillary. Like like the same way the same way that you were like the same way that we always talk about, you know, in the primary you vote with your heart and in the in the election you vote with your head, right? You know, they could have not wanted Trump, but they're like fuck no, like just not Hillary, right? Like right, because so- Hillary had a reputation and a whole like history of fucking people over and as a black man like i struggled wanting support to support hillary i struggled wanting to support her just because of all the effects that you know these for-profit prisons have had on the black community right voting for hillary in my mind lesser degree so is also like fuck me right like hillary wasn't fucking people i I, I understand that i was just saying that's 2016. We're talking about 2020 with the track record that Trump has had as a president and all the, the bullshit that he's done in sure. four years. And you're still sure. supporting this man? Nah, fuck that. I, I can't stand by that. Trump so, is so... Mm. Like, I understand, like, normal politicians, if you were to say, I support George Bush, I can give you some leeway. If, yeah. you, if you were to say, I support Ronald Reagan, eh, not so much leeway, but I can still yeah, kind yeah, of see yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Trump yeah, 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 is so yeah. divisive that he yeah. stands on one side and like, like, there's not one policy that he has that I'm like, oh, you know what? That's cool. Oh, that I can see that. No, like Trump is the is the polar opposite of everything I stand for. So for you to say I I support Trump, yeah, I can't fuck with you. I'm sorry. And then it, it may sound like it, it may come off as oh, like you just want to um an echo chamber for everyone to believe what you believe. No, I don't. Because, like, I have friends who believe so many things are different than, than I believe, and yeah, I, I let them walk out. Like, like you and I, like we, yeah, so many. I disagree. On, I disagree on a lot of stuff with you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, and and so it's it's not the case. But when it comes to like, like who I am is to the core of who I am. Like he's the polar opposite, and I and if you support him, I I just can't fuck with you. Mm. You know I. Listen, I, I'm never going to be the one to tell you what to think, how to feel. It's just I do feel like there is a part of, you know, the issues that we're having with our country now stem from that idea that it's just like, if you like this person that I hate, I have to hate you now. I, oh, no, I'm not saying I hate you. I'm just saying not, I can't feel Obviously, no, not no, no, me. I'm not, not, not you. I'm saying if you, if you agree with Trump, I'm not saying I hate you as a person. I, I just can't be around you. And that's fair. No. Yeah. And and this is and this not even somebody that like is a friend friend. So yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe if maybe if they were like a really good friend, I can give them some rope and like, you know, what are you what sure. are you talking about? That can kind of rule them in. But no, yeah. like I, I don't I don't feel that allegiance to you that tough anywhere where I can be like, oh l- l- let me try to like see exactly where you come from. No. I don't need that energy. So, yeah, no, I listen, and I'm I, we we talk about this at length, right? You know, we're all about, you know, just 
reading people and you know like if the vibe is off like i just can't rock with it and i think that a lot of it does come up from a place of ignorance right like even in the story you've told you know dude is like oh i didn't even you know pay attention to this four years ago like hillary doesn't look presidential blah 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 like can we leave shorty alone like shorty is getting like her life is already just wrecked like she was going for one goal ever and she took it the biggest l to the biggest weenie ever right like like let's just leave hillary alone bro like let her just ride off into the sunset like did you did you you heard about the most recent documentary that came out right what what, uh bill clinton well it was the hillary documentary yeah yeah, it came out with bill clinton where he was talking about like no one tries to understand his point of view in the monica Lewinsky thing like he had anxiety he had anxiety and needed to work out some stress you took advantage (laughs) of that woman or that well in that case she's a woman but she's a girl compared to you you took advantage of her no one cares like like move on y'all go sit down bro bro yeah yeah but speaking of speaking of i I, maybe this is a terrible segue (laughs) speaking of taking advantage no um (laughs) No, we we had talked we had talked about um you know something that's not like mainstream media but you know stuff that we come across our timeline and people that we know you know with all this coronavirus stuff there are some people you know and that are doing some really incredible things you know whether they're in the medical field or just different essential workers uh but you had this story of your your friend in Florida um what what was that all about yeah, so um, like I said, I think last episode I went to Meharry. So Meharry graduates like you know, outside of Meharry and Howard graduates to like the top percentage. Of, those two schools combined graduates the top number of doctors in the country, whatever. So I know like a lot of you know doctors from different places in the country. So what, while I was at school, um, one of my friends, his name is um, Armin Henderson. Uh, he was in med school while I was in grad school, and like I always knew him as like you know, guys, you know, pretty cool, soft spoken, um, great hooper. Like we used to always have like these great battles, or whatever, right? So like, would he be, would he beat me one on one? Uh, I don't know. Actually, you know what? Y- y'all actually play like a lot of like. Yeah. So um, he, he bust you have, up. So so he, he bust you have, up one on one too. Then. You're gonna play one on one first of all. I played you one on one. You might, you might have a better jumper than you, to be honest. Get, the, get out of here. <laughs> but any, anyways, it's butter, G. Keep so, going. so anyways, um, you know, he graduates from Harry and he moves to Miami. Like, so he's in Miami, and um, I just you know, I actually don't talk to him for like a while, but like I follow my Instagram, sees August all his posts, and like if you was if you didn't know him. And like, just follow his Instagram. You, like, you would never know he's a doctor, like, because he doesn't like really post about that stuff. Like, his he's like really big on being in the community. So like, he's always like building stuff around his house or building like like communities, like like literally building him with his own hands, like building yeah. like, like stuff for the community yeah. and like working with the homeless population. Um, and like, or posting his kids or or his wife. So uh, this was. This was Saturday. This is Saturday. Uh, Kat comes up to me because she knows she knows um, Armin too. Yeah. And it's like, did you hear about Armin? I'm like, no. What happened? And she shows me. So basically, uh, so Armin is like he's an internal 
uh, medicine physician at um, University of Miami um, Health System. Uh, so he's packing or unloading. He's unloading his like a van that has like a bunch of tents inside of it because you know he's his plan is to hand out tents to you know the homeless people so they can mm-hmm. like have places to stay. Um, like, like I said, he works with the homeless population. And I guess some of his neighbors complained about like trash being left on the on a sidewalk or something. So like I guess there's like a I don't know if it's a Zoom video, but it's like video footage of this. Like it looked like a, it looked like a home it looked like a home camera, like, like, like home someone's camera. home some home security surveillance system. Yeah. So he's unloading like his his van with the tents, and like you can see like a cop car pulls up in the middle of the street and like stops. And the window rolls down, and the cop, you know, walks like says something to him. He walks to the car, has like a brief conversation with the cop, and like kind of walks back towards this, towards this, you know, van, and continue to do what he's doing. And the cop basically gets out, questions him, and like basically handcuffs him, and like takes him to the car. You can you can see him calling for his wife. His wife comes out and says something to the cop, and uh. She goes back inside, I guess, to get his ID. And then, like, he lets him go eventually. But I'm like, what has this man done to you? Like, what is he doing? Like, yeah, he's literally taking his, his own time outside of saving lives, you know, during yeah. the pandemic to help, you know, underserved, um, vulnerable population in, in the home, in homeless people. And you, like, you're like fucking with him for no reason. So, um, uh, actually just looking at a video, I showed you like one link, um, by the Miami Herald, but like there's another video where there's going to be an internal investigation, um, where the officer who um, handcuffed him is going to be, uh, basically investigated. And he was saying that the officer, which you can see in the video, like was all up in his face. He didn't even have the officer didn't have a mask on. So what if the officer had coronavirus? Yeah, yeah. He could have gave him. So the one thing that really, the one thing that really kind of stood out uh, to me, obviously, like this is an unfortunate event, right? You know, fortunately, you know, when he called for his wife, like she she came right away and like helped, you know, get the situation kind of somewhat rectified just to the point where he, they didn't you know throw him in the back of the car right like up to that yeah. point like he was definitely arrested and in cuffs and everything you know a, a lot of the different things that i'm seeing you know from a lot of the different states and how they're handling these responses like you know there's a lot of places that you know if it's not a violent crime they'll like ticket you or just get your information and then they're like hey we don't need to be throwing more people in jails we don't need to be doing all these other things now, these are people that are like criminals. My guy is literally, you know, actively, and you can see it from the video, actively, you know, just getting all his stuff together because he's going to get ready to go out and help the homeless population. And this cop was super comfortable just not only arresting him and getting ready to take him in, where there's other places where, you know, you have folks that are doing crimes actually out here doing harm in the community. And they're just like, ah, we've got to take a rain check because I don't know if you got coronavirus or not. But the black man, you know, unfortunately, so it's like, yeah, I don't care what you're doing. Like, you're, you're coming with me. Like, it, it, it's just a reminder that even in these times, you know, 
this is America, man. Like we should be, you know, working together. We should be, you know, really trying to lift each other up. And when people are actually trying to do that and then mistaken for doing something malicious, like it's, it's really hard to hear stories like that. Yeah. Like it's just unfortunate. Like no matter, you could be doing like the absolute right thing. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like if you have the wrong skin color, you're going to get profiled. You're going to be a target. Um, uh, so I just wanted to read uh, a statement by the city of Miami Police Department. Said uh, <laughs> it's actually comical. Oh God! Because because it says it says let me start by saying that the city of Miami Police Department does not condone or accept profiling of any kind. Uh, it also says he wanted to provide a little context of what was going on from here uh, on here. Uh, Colina said his department has received numerous complaints from residents of Henderson's flag, flag, flagamy neighborhood of people illegally dumping trash on the streets. Uh, we had a litany of complaints pertaining to illegal dumping. The commissioner from that area has received many complaints as well as from the constituents. So, like, you got to complain about like dumping illegal dumping of trash. So you you want to handcuff somebody? Yeah. And, and and try to take him to jail. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Like, so obviously, you know, we both saw the video. I think it'd be good to drop the link um in oh, yeah. the in the in the description, uh, just so other people can see it too, or, or like at least the link to the Miami Miami Herald article. Uh the only reason we didn't play it right is just because there was no audio on the on the video. Yeah, it's just the video. It is like that home security footage, but yeah, no, I you know when you pointed this out, I, you know, I think we were both, you know, you knowing the person personally and just me, you know, as a black man in America who occasionally walks outside um, to the curb with trash, right? Like, oh, sorry, really quickly. I wanted to give you a quote from Armin's point of view. Oh, nice. You, you talked to him. Yeah. Or, or from, no, no, it's, a, it's, an, it's an article. Oh, dope. Okay. So, uh, so it says, he says, we've been out here once or twice a week for the last four weeks, hanging out tents, toiletries, masks, and socks. We've been testing individuals COVID, for COVID-19 because it's the most vulnerable population. If you want to control the spread, you have to go right to the source and take care of these individuals first. Uh, Henderson said of his works on the streets. He said that when he began to walk away from the sergeant, the encounter quickly escalated. I'm like, okay, thank you, officer. And I turned around to get back to what I was doing, Henderson said. I guess he must have thought that I was, had disrespected him or something like that. He jumped out of the car and started yelling, you call me sergeant when I'm talking to you and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? Give me your ID. And then as he was talking, he was spitting in his face. Yeah. And that's exactly what it looks like in the video, too. Like, he was just like, bro, what are you doing here? And goes back to his car. And then Buddy is straight on dummy. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think the one thing we can take away, you know, kind of wrapping this up is, you know, it's definitely unfortunate. It is a, a, a harsh reminder just of what's going on, even in times like this, in such, you know, strange circumstances. But, um, you know, fortunately, you know, he did have his wife there with him. You know, he didn't get taken, um, you know, didn't get taken in by the police. And actually, man, it, it'd be kind of good too if um, 
when you do finally catch up with them, you know, mm-hmm. if there's anything that we can do to help, right? Like, you know, or, or, or at least, um, you know, donate to his cause and things like that, or causes oh, yeah, like it sure. in our own communities. I think that'd be something really worthwhile, um, to kind of look into. And so, uh, you know, and I think other people would be interested because, you know, at a time like this, you know, the thing that everybody wants to, uh, remind us is that we should be alone together. So, you know, for, for the people that are out there trying to make the situation better, we should do everything that we can to support them. So, yeah. Thanks for sharing that story. Though, yeah, that's for great. sure. That's crazy, bro. And, um, so we've, uh, covered several different current events, you know, some more visible than others. Right. Um, but let's, uh, we got a, we got a doctor on the show and I think just as a, you know, 10,000 foot view, man, like I, I thought it would be interesting just to kind of get a lesson in viruses and then, you know, even kind of tie that to, you know, some of these different recommendations that we're hearing, you know, why are people wearing masks? You know, you know, why is it important to wash your hands? How are viruses spread? What does it mean? You know, I think you could give us like a rundown of that just for like, obviously, most of us know what a virus is, but, you know, taking something from an educational sense and then looking at how, you know, some of the decisions that are made by different politicians and groups like that are so boneheaded. <laughs> so, <laughs> so on that note, right. man, um, for our Teach Me Something segment, you know, let's, let's rock, Team Dave. All right. So I'm going to start by saying when I, when I was in grad school, I hated microbiology and hated virology. And it wasn't until, like, I started, like, teaching it that I was like, you know, this is – like so interesting like like i go back again like i think i would change courses and then go towards that like trajectory but um like you said i'm gonna like just give a little bit of background on what viruses are and how they work and like how our body kind of tries to combat them and kind of tie that in into what particularly um covid so you know as we're 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 humans, right? And as humans, we're made up of cells. And just the same, the same way as like a dog is made up of millions of cells, the same way a tree is made up of millions of cells. So each individual cell would be like the smallest like unit of life that, that there is. Okay. So viruses aren't cells because the viruses basically aren't alive. And the thing that the tie cells in together is they have things that are in common like they have a cell membrane which is like the outer portion of the cell mm-hmm. that, that separates the outside from the inside of the cell and they have genetic info like your dna or your rna okay and they have ribosomes so ribosomes are a part of the cell that turns dna or rna into proteins and proteins okay. basically perform all the functions that your cell needs to perform so proteins like basically do everything in your cell Okay. So viruses, viruses don't have proteins. What so do they have? The the all they have is all viruses have are like an outer, like a, a capsule that they like separates the outside from the inside, and they have genetic material. Okay. That's it. So basically, a virus's only job is to replicate and make more copies of itself. 
but it can't do that on its own. Okay. So the, the only way a virus can replicate, so if, if a virus is like, let's say uh, somebody sneezes onto like a table and a virus is on the table, the virus on the table is harmless. It can't do, it can't replicate by itself. It's just going to sit there until it comes in contact with a host. All so right. let's say you test, you test that table and then let's say you touch your face. And that right. virus, that virus, which is basically called in like an infectious agent, can then go inside of your body. Once inside your body, that virus uh, can easily uh, inject itself into a cell. So, so it, it it won't it won't do anything until it gets in contact with a cell. Is it like a specific kind of cell, or just really like? Uh, it depends on the virus. So, vi- okay. so different viruses attack different types of cells. All right. So, um, once inside the cell, it's like like I said, like your body, each cell has uh, the blueprint for your entire like being. Like mm-hmm. you, you, all your genetic material is located inside every single cell in your body, right? Okay. Yeah. So, so you have DNA and RNA inside your cell. Yeah. So with the virus, what's the viral genome or the genetic material of the virus is inside your cell? It can then insert itself into your cell's DNA. Nice. So like when your cell wants to replicate, it's going to replicate itself, its own DNA, but it's also going to replicate that virus the DNA virus. as well. Yeah. So, so then basically what the virus does is it hijacks the entire cell and it forces the cell to make a bunch of copies of itself. Over and over and over and over, uh, until basically the cell is filled with that virus, and then the cell is going to burst, and then it's going to release. Well, it started with one virus, one virus agent, one viral agent is going to have, let's say, now from one to a thousand viral agents, and nice. each of those thousand viral agents are going to go infect other cells. Yes, and, and then, then the process repeats. Process repeats. Okay, so question so, then. Yeah. So, so that, that process is called transdu- transduction. Transduction. Okay. Yeah. So then, you know, a lot of times people say that, you know, one of the reasons why COVID is so dangerous is because it has a what a long what gestation period, right? So you could have it for several, you know, days, not even be aware that you have it, and then you start to show symptoms. Is yeah. that an uh, is that just the cell? taking longer to replicate or how does that yeah. come into play there? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it takes longer for the, that, that transition period where like the, the virals, the virus hijacking the machinery, it takes longer for like the cells to burst and then affect other cells as well. So you're not going to feel it. You're not going to feel the fact that you, um, are sick until much later than let's say mm-hmm. like a common code. Okay. So different viruses again can attack different types of cells. So some viruses, you know, only attack like like liver cells, or if COVID, the respiratory cells, or like your blood cells. Sure. Right? So um, when you like when you have a viral infection, let's say you let's say you have a common cold or the flu, and you go to like the um, and you go to like the like to Rite Aid or Walgreens, and you get like uh, some medicine. The medicine doesn't like attack the virus it attacks the symptoms and it, it gives you your body a chance or your immune system a chance to fight off the virus mm. 
So if you're having, if you're having, you know, you have a lot of coughing, the medicine yeah. will try to suppress the cough. And, yeah. the, and the, how does that exactly like fight the virus though, right? Like, it, 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 it doesn't. So your body, your body has a system set up to recognize, attack, and get rid of anything that doesn't belong there. Yes. So you have, um, you have an immune system. And, and the immune system is very complicated. It has different types of cells, like immune cells. Like you have things called like T cells mm-hmm. or B cells or macrophages or these cells called NK cells or natural killer cells. So imagine these, all these cells as like an army. Right? Yeah. You have like the frontline infantry. Then you have like then you have like your your bombers. Then you have mm-hmm. like your generals. Then you have like your captains. So like each of the, like each of these cells play a different role in in attacking like a war against this virus. Yeah. Because at this point, remember you have like a lot of viral viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're so and they're, they're spreading they're rapidly. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the medicine basically does the job in killing those cells. So I, I mentioned I mentioned like the T cells, right? The mm-hmm. T cells are like the, the immune cells that actually do the attacking, the frontline attacking of these of these viruses. So the, the reason going to a different type of virus like HIV, HIV, HIV yeah, attacks T cells, right? Attacks T cells, yeah. And then T cells, so HIV doesn't actually kill you. Mm-hmm. HIV suppresses your immune system, so you can die from other other things like but, pneumonia or some yeah. other disease. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so like. Uh, the reason why I think that uh, we're going to be in the house a lot longer is because we don't have a vaccine for for COVID. Okay. Uh, it's going to take a long time to get a vaccine, and this is why I kind of hate. I hate. This is why strong. I I yeah I'm going to say hate. All right. I know what? it's strong. yeah it's strong, <laughs> but it, it's warranted in this case. I hate anti-vaxxers. Oh, okay. Here we go. Because, uh, so I'm gonna tell you how vaccines work. Okay. I mentioned I mentioned all those cells, right? So one of the cells are called B cells. Okay. So B so B cells can mature or differentiate into different types of cells. They, it can be like a, a a mature B cell can make antibodies. Antibodies are the ones that recognize uh, that recognize a foreign agent in your body. Yeah. And they bind they bind to that foreign agent and they allow T cells to come in and, and all the other reinforcements and tech, right? So let's say when you get rid of the virus, some of those B cells stick around and they become memory B cells. Which is why like mm-hmm. when I was in the fourth grade and my I have brothers that are twins, they they were in the second grade. One of the twins he got chickenpox. Nice. And my mom was like, "Go hug your brother." <laughs> and then, so, so me and my and two of my brothers, we had chickenpox all at the same time. That was the same with me and my brother. My mom yeah. was like, "Hey, your brother got chickenpox. Go give him a hug. You love yeah. him, right?" And Basically, I'm like, yeah. So, you, so yeah. you get so the idea is you, you get a virus once, and you don't get it again. And it's because once your body's done fighting off that this virus, you, the memory B cells that first recognized it will stick around so when you come in contact with that virus again your body already knows the blueprint to beat this virus yes and so antibodies work in the same way you take like a, a dead or a dormant or a lessened version of that virus 
and you inject it into a person. So you don't you don't get as sick as you normally would if you actually had chickenpox or you had COVID or you mm-hmm. had the flu, mm-hmm. but your body starts to make the antibody or the memory B cells against that particular virus. So when it sees the actual like virus, poke, yeah, virus, it 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 already has a cheat code to beat that virus, which mm. is, that's all, that's all a virus. That's all the um a vaccine is, right? So it's basically it basically lets the body get the instructions it needs to kill the actual um, potent version of the disease or yeah. the foreign agent, I should say. Yeah. So that, that's all that's all a vaccine is. So um, usually sometimes vaccines might take a decade to make because it's, it's a lot of trial and error because you have to like test it in mice, uh, then then go through all these clinical trials in humans to finally come up with a finalized version. Like we're like we're like like scientists now are doing like a, a rush to try to get it done by next year. Yeah. But until then, like I feel like we're gonna go through waves of you know uh high amounts of people getting disease and then comes down and high again and we go back inside and comes down until we get a virus. Until we get a um a vaccine. So so is it and I'm not trying to be just like you know, Mr. Conspiracy Theory or like spook, spooky guy. But if there wasn't a vaccine by this time next year, is it unrealistic to believe that we still would not have the Olympics next year? Because the virus uh, wouldn't be under control, right? Nope, I don't think we would. Unless they, no. unless they plan on, unless they plan on having it like, you know, social distance, like like like, like test test all the athletes don't have any spectators. Like testing me for like having like on an island or something. Well, it is mm-hmm. on an island. It is on an island. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, Japan is an island, but like, take them somewhere else. Like, have all the athletes tested. They, they can have no, no contact with outside world and just have the Olympics that way. Wow. Maybe. But wow. So that that's viruses in general. Yeah. Now, now coronavirus, coronavirus in particular is the word coronavirus basically is a family of viruses, right? So, um. Like some of the coronaviruses, like cause the common cold in humans, yeah. and some some in like you know infect animals. So this version, the COVID or the SARS uh, COVID two, the one that caused the COVID nineteen, it uh, it started like in Wuhan, China, mm-hmm. and um, scientists think that it started or came from like an open air market for bats. Yeah. Right. 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 So. Because uh, it's like there's a lot of mixing in like these open air wet yeah. markets, a lot of mixing of meats. Yep, exactly. Meats. And like yeah. when we think of, of markets like in the United States, we think, oh, it has some veal, has some yeah, yeah, yeah. Has, has some beef, has some wrapped chicken, in a package, like wrapped and packaged and stuff like that, yeah. and nothing's touching each yeah. other. And, and we're not like it's it's abnormal to to see like. Um, people in this country eat like, like off the wall things. Street meat off like that's. Just I mean, I, I know what ha- I know what happens because like especially like in the country, people eat like roadkill sure. and all that stuff. Sure, but, sure, sure. But, but it's not in a, it's not in a, in, a, in a market. So, a lot of scientists believe they came from a bat. Now, Chinese officials say that at the time, there were no there were no bats in that in that um in that city in open in those wet markets. Now there's a lot of theories coming up that 
people think that it came from ant eaters, which are also ant eaters. Yeah. Okay. Which are also so, There's also a lot of people that believe that it was made in a lab, but we won't even go there. Yeah, Bill Gates, right? I mean, I, there was a there was a poll today. Uh, 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 one of the newspapers did a poll, and they say thirty percent of Americans believe that this disease was made in a lab, and all this other stuff is bull stuff, bull, bullshit. Yeah, also, a lot of people also believe that uh, the five G towers actually. Apparently, uh, a lot of people believe that ghosts are real, but I digress. Uh-huh. I know it, it happens, but anyways, yeah. yeah. Um, so remember, I said that viruses are like kind of attack different viruses attack different cells. So yeah. this COVID nineteen basically attacks the respiratory tract. And so you think about the respiratory tract, think of a tree, right? Like a, like a, a really lush tree. Like okay. it has like a lot of branches and like like leaves. So think of it. Turn that tree upside down. Okay. Right, the trunk of the tree will be like your trachea or your windpipe. Yes. And then as it as it remember it's upside down, so you mm-hmm. as it goes, it, it opens up to like the branches and gets smaller yeah. and smaller. So um like those branches uh with the leaves, those would be your lungs. Like they open up into your chest. Yes, yes. So the, it gets even smaller. There's like this these small like air sacs called alveoli. And those are like little small air sacs that basically produce like the um, exchange of gases. So you, know, so, you know, like you basically breathe out carbon dioxide and you breathe mm-hmm. in oxygen. So the exchange of gases yeah. happens there. So if you if, let's say, again, the virus is on the table, you touch the table, virus is on your hands, you touch your face. Let's say you rub your eyes. It, yeah. uh, let's, say you, let's say you rub your mouth and it gets into yeah. your mouth and the virus then it starts infecting cells immediately going down your, like, affecting all the cells in your mouth yeah. one by one. And then goes, it travels down your lungs, causing inflammatory response uh, all the way down to you get to your lungs, and it makes it harder and harder for you to breathe. Yes. And again, if you have phases and conditions, uh, asthma, heart disease, diabetes, it's going to make it that much... Um, uh, going to have the... The symptoms are going to be that much more exacerbated. So, yeah. it's it's tough. It's tough. Sure, so. sure. Um, and so, I guess you know that's why they're recommending you know, you know wash your hands and social distancing because I guess it's not just it's any way that the disease can you know, be transmitted from one person to another. So is there any sort of determination on the airborne nature versus the contact nature? Are you aware of anything like that? Because I don't actually I, think that this is airborne and so masks don't make sense to me, right? Or am I missing I, something? So the the virus has been has been found to be found in like air droplets. Mm-hmm. So if you like if you're breathing out and let's say you cough into the air and the virus is in air droplets, and you breathe those air droplets in, then it's it's then, possible that you can sure. get it, right? But I've been honestly, I've been seeing a lot of like hastily done research that's been kind of published, and I'm just like, research should like. So, like for instance, when I'm publishing it, that's when I when I was publishing papers, right? Like, there's a process, like a peer reviewed process, where like like you write a, you write a paper with, with your research. You submit it to a journal, and then like that that journal has like 
like scientists who are experts in this field, they review your your research, they give you recommendations, you turn it back in, you you um you answer those recommendations, and then like it's a whole process. I'm saying like two week like process like two week research processes done and being published. I'm I'm just like I don't know this. I can trust this. Like I saw like a um, some research done by a lab in uh, in Sweden saying that people who run they need like a I think if you're walking it's like a six foot distance between you and someone else if you're running now you need like 13 feet and if you're riding a bike you need something like 25 feet between you because oh, really they call it like they call it like a some type of stream that like it's, it stays in the air longer and I'm just like you did two weeks worth of research on this I'm not sure if I can trust this to be honest and then like you didn't you didn't test you didn't they didn't test like the like the virus in the air they just tested yeah. the, the presence of the of the of the droplets that's it so I don't I, mm. I don't know about that so there's been a lot of research done or being published lately that I don't know um, I think it's doing more harm than good because it's sure. it might be spreading a lot of misinformation. Sure, sure. And I think, I think, and that's probably more dangerous than, or, or just as dangerous as the disease itself, right? Is the the misinformation, the the hysteria around a lot of the stuff, right? Like, um, it's it's got folks acting crazy out here in these streets, man. I mean, it hasn't stopped you from running, so clearly you don't believe all the oh, research. No, listen, when when I run, like. It's actually, I think it's more dangerous for me because like, I'm I'm literally running in the middle of the street and in bike lanes, and like I'm like if a car sees me, they just have to slow down or, or drive around me because I'm not like I'm not running on sidewalks anymore. So you know, I just do what I have to do. I was I was running on a trail, so there were definitely bike riders and stuff that were around me. I would try to kind of get a little space and. You know, I was blazing fast, so I, you know, I keep six feet at least anyway between people. But um, I was actually not aware of that information too. So I think um, I think that's news for me. You know, whether it's whether it's you know factual or not, you know, I think the one thing that we can take away is that um, you know it is important to be conscious of social distancing. Um, you know, even if it's just you know physical contact or different things um, or, you know, water, uh, air droplets and things of that nature, you know, being further away can prevent those from spreading and ultimately just be, just be smart and be safe. Right. Like, you know, the virus does have, you know, the longer gestation period, you know, from some of the things that you've talked about now, you know, if your body is already predisposed to certain issues, when that spreading starts, your body might not be as well equipped to fight it off. And you ultimately, you know, do a lot more harm than good to people that, you know, should otherwise, um, you know, be able to be avoiding that. All right. Well, I think, I don't know, maybe hopefully people listening, they learned something from that. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't know. You said know. a lot of big words. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I try to keep it like, you know, as layman as possible. Sure. But sure. I no, know. I mean, I definitely appreciate it. Like, you know, I, uh, 
I've I've done like a biology class or two in my life. Like I can't remember any sort of biology I did in like college. I think I did a, a couple chemistry joints, but um, you know, I was like, oh, these words are familiar. I know DNA. I know RNA, you know, but I appreciated the, uh, you know, just the, um, you know, analogies that you made. Um, and I think the one thing uh, or another thing, too, is just, you know, with, when it comes to stuff like that, you know, the vaccine is going to be very important. You know, we could we'll probably have another day where we could go in on anti-vaxxers or just like the different ideas about that whole thing. Um but until we are in a situation like that, it is about, you know, doing whatever we can to prevent the spread, right? Because the viruses need hosts. And if you don't give it hosts, then, you know, the spread is decreased, right? And so. Yeah, summer is definitely canceled. So for all of you people who are trying to. My, no hot boy summer for me, man. Oh, nah, I ain't no hot boy summer. Sorry. Dang. Dang. That's all right. Till next year, man. 2021 is coming. Yeah. All right. So, dog, what you got for me today? Uh, we going to do. Uh, we're going to move into the AVM, dog. Yeah, right, AV, AVM. AVM. What do you have for me and, and the people? For you and the people on my AVM. All right. If I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, I'm tired. I was tired of you giving me all the R and B recommendations because <laughs> you're trying to have me in my feelings. So I went and got my own R and B recommendations. Um, there's a record that I'm a huge fan of. Uh, you can see it on my wall. I have a, the, the, the vinyl record up there. Um, but it is D'Angelo's album, Voodoo. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I think the most popular track on that is the the How Does It Feel? How does it feel? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. With, that's... The, with, the, with the iconic video that the ladies love. Exactly. That that That's the whole way. Um, and there's also like a lot of good tracks on there. Like I really like the, the one song called Spanish Joint. Um, it's just a it's a great record. It's not like all of my feelings crying R and B, but it's got like some good vibes. So that's where I'm going for my audio. Um, for my video, um, and for my video and my mental, really, a lot of stuff that I've been trying to do lately has just been like just background noise or things that I don't have to pay too much attention to so I can like focus on like whatever work it is, whether it's for the podcast or just my job or any of the side projects. So one of the things that I like just to have playing um, for video would be chopped. You watch chopped dog. You know what you mentioned it? Like I think the other day I literally maybe like 20 minutes before we got on, there was a, like Kelly had an episode on. Yes. And I was looking at it and they have some wild ingredients on there. They, they have, have wild work. ingredients. So listen, let me tell you. Let me tell you one thing that I really appreciate about it is that uh, the one episode that I saw, it was a blind date episode. So, so for people that are, are that are unfamiliar, the whole premise of Chopped is you have four chefs. They're given like a basket of seemingly random ingredients, and you have to try to create something out of this for an uh, for an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. And then at the end, the winner gets ten thousand dollars. Well, in this particular episode that I'm talking about, they decide to just mix it all the way up. And they have four couples that are on a blind date that have to then come on the show and meet the person for the first time, get this random basket of ingredients, 
and then make a dish and then go and get judged. Uh, I won't spoil all the episode. I, I think it's worth watching. But the funniest, well, one of the funniest parts was, you know, obviously it's a blind date. So you have that natural awkwardness. And so you'll have some of the guys come in there and be like, oh, yeah, man, like I like my women tall with with dark hair and dark eyes and long legs. And then they show up and then the girl's like a five foot two blonde girl from Kansas. And he's just like, nah, she's not my type. Cause you know, they'll do the cutaway to like you in the back room talking about things. And he's like, nah, she's not my type. And so then the guy would be like actively like not enthused by anything she's saying. She's like, Oh, like, do you know how to work the food processor? Like you should make an aioli. And he's just like, nah, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know what that is. I don't like fish, so I'm not about to cook these scallops. And she's just sitting there like, bro, like, it is it is a competition. Like, what the hell? Needless to say, the couples that didn't actually at least get along or just be too competitive to, like, just put any differences aside, they didn't make it very far. But it combined, like, everything that I love about, like, cooking shows with, like, the stuff that I love about the trash shows, like 90 Day Fiance or <laughs> Love is Blind. Right. I'm like, this is, this is everything. I do, like, just the regular episodes of Chopped, but the fact that they just sprinkled that in there randomly, I was like, this is a show for me and definitely a show for the people. You know my favorite type of Chopped is? I like the uh, Chopped Kids. Chopped Kids. Those kids are really good. Yeah. Those kids are like, really good. I like anything with kids, like Jeopardy Kids. Jeopardy kids. Uh they did uh they did um was it like Master Chef kids? Oh yeah. Those kids be ridded though, like those kids are serious. Do you think you would like get your kids like into cooking like super seriously as at a young age? Well you don't have kids now, just for the record, but if uh, you had kids one day, do you think you would do something like that? Sure. Like I'm of of the philosophy, put them in anything, uh, everything, and then allow, allow them to figure out what they actually like. Um, and if you put them in everything, though, like how can they really put the time in to dedicate towards something that they'll care about, right? Like, nah, put them in everything. Like, uh, that's cool. Everything. You got it. Keep them busy. Soccer, swimming, cooking. Yeah, uh, fencing, running. running. Fencing. Oh, you, uh, you're bougie. You're what's, bougie. what's that? Uh, uh, Cubing, is that, is that what you call it? Cubing, do like the Rubik's cube competitions. Oh, bruh, <laughs> I would roast your child if he was. <laughs> I'm gonna roast them anyway, or them. I would roast them. I don't know their pronoun. Um, but <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, and then for my mental, um, I this is just a light work one. I really enjoy thunderstorms as my white noise and so uh spotify has really good playlists for thunderstorms and other ambient noises that i have been obsessed with for like a very uh, the past several months almost to a year and so occasionally like people that follow me on spotify will see me listening to like a mixture of podcasts to kanye and then it's just thunderstorms for three hours. And the podcasts are, I mean, the, the playlists are really great. It's, it's a great way to just tune out outside noise. And it, it makes me feel really good. They have some for sleep and some for focus. So oh, interesting. That, that's where I'm at with it. Interesting. I don't think I've ever thought about pop, thunderstorm. Maybe like 
you know, like water, like waterfalls and stuff like that, but never thunderstorms. Like the like you like the peaceful sounds. Yeah. I don't know. I think I just like the little bit of that chaos, like the little bit of that energy. Like when the lightning hits, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm alive. I'm alive. I like it. Oh, interesting. I have to look into that. Um, what do I have? Uh, so for me, I'm gonna actually pull an audible. Oh. Uh, since since you did uh, R&B this this week, and I've been on a kick, I'm gonna switch it up and do and do some 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 rap. So earlier this this year, I found an artist that I really really like. Oh, God. I think I told you about him. I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah, his name is, his name is Boldy James. B O L D Y James. So I think I was listening to the I think I was listening to the Joe Button podcast, and I think they talked about him. And I was like, they played a snippet of like the intro, and I was like, I I really like this dude. And I, yeah, and I looked yeah, him up, yeah. and I was like, yo, like so he has an album. It's called um, "The Price of Tea in China." Like, yes, you know, like the, the saying, "What does that have to do with the price of tea in China?" Yep. And uh, I listened to it, and he's from Detroit, and I like. He has like um, he has like a like a grimy, um, kind of like not raspy, but like a yeah. very I, the not word raspy, texture. Raspy. The yeah. rest, the word textured comes to mind, right? It's like a it's it's very like. Gritty, maybe. Or yeah, grit, like gritty that. is the word. Gritty is the word. So like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I really fuck with him. Like his album has like super dope features. Um, he had a Vince Staples feature. Uh, oh, Benny yeah. the Benny the Butcher. If you fuck with who you're, uh, <laughs> who you're a fan of. Oh, of course, of course. You fuck with Griselda. Uh, Freddie Gibbs feature as well. Um, so like some of my favorite uh tracks on the album are uh. Karoof, which is the like Ray Karoof, like the the intro, uh, the Vince Staples feature of Surfing Tough, Surfing Turf, uh, Scrape the Bowl, which is my favorite track on there, uh, features Benny the Butcher. So like if you, you know, you look for something to check out, um, Bodie James who just signed to Griselda. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, that's my. That's my audio, uh, Bodie James. Thank you. For, uh, thank you for putting something that I can turn up to <laughs> and not be sitting in my apartment during quarantine, all in my feelings. Uh, yeah, no problem, Doc. Um, <laughs> so uh, my mental. So I know I think next week we're probably going to talk about um, Water Dancer. Yeah. So like, I think this started like uh like probably like 2012 or so 2011 i was reading a lot of heavy books like back to back and sometimes when you're reading like really heavy books like they can drain you because like 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 you start thinking about it all the time like so what i needed like in between reading these heavy books was like a palate cleanser so i found myself started like in between these heavy books reading like young adult novels I know, I know. It's like a <laughs> so like, like this is before like all the movies came out, or whatever. But like, I was really into Hunger Games like back in like 2012, um, Divergent series. But I found this other series that's like, it's so good. It's called um, the, the original book. It's called the Enemy series, but the, like the 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 first one's called the Enemy. It's called by it's authored by Charlie Hickson, and 
it's it has everything you could ever want. Like it's zombies. Uh it's a lot of violence. So I don't I don't even know why this is classified as young adult because it's clearly like super violent, but yeah. basically basically like like some disease spreads around the, the world and anyone who's literally a day over 16 like like gets really sick and dies. Oh wow. And and then half the people who die come back to life as zombies. So basically everyone who's alive is is like 15 and younger. Doug, are you sure you want to be recommending this in this t- these times <laughs> right now? Like I know I know I know but it, <laughs> it's so it's so good. But the, the the book is based in in London and like you have like these like all these kids who are still alive and like from like like 4 to like 15. And like just like if you watch The Walking Dead, you know like in in the zombie apocalypse, it's not the the walkers who are the most dangerous. It's the people, because people act like you know, people basically yeah. they'll yeah. they'll kill you to take whatever you have. So you have like these warring factions of kids who are like battling each other and they're also battling zombies. So you have like the kids at the Buckingham Palace. You have the kids in the grocery store. Um, you have the kids at the museum. So like it's it's really really good. Um, yeah. and then you have like you have like um. You have kids who are just like they're like mercenaries who just like work for like food. Yeah. And it it's 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 such a good series. And like each book is really it's really long. Like each book might be like over like four to five hundred pages and it's eight books. Oh wow. Oh wow. But I read them all and um I highly recommend them if you're looking for like a powder cleanser or even if you like you're into young adult novels, I recommend them. I recommend this hasn't books. been made into any movies or anything, right? No. I'm, 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 I'm waiting, because like if if they keep it true to form, it would have to be at least uh, rated R. Really? It, yeah, because like if they they keep all the violence in there. Yeah. Uh, maybe 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 PG. It would have to be PG thirteen, right? Like they'd it, have to make it yeah. consumable yeah. so the young adults can actually be yeah. in there. And be like. Yeah, they have to clean up a little bit because, like, even Hunger Games, the, the, the novels, like, it was the stuff they took. They had to take out like the violence. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Did you read all the Hunger Games novels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even for like, oh, I read all of them. Yeah. You really be like reading, reading, bro. Like, <laughs> I was talking to somebody the other day. Like, they they gave me the third degree because I only read the first four Harry Potter books because they. Them joints was just too long, man. Like seven hundred pages about a wizard and a goblet of fire. It's like, come on, man. Like, Harry, you cool and all, fam, but like, I ain't invested like that, bro. Like, speaking speaking of speaking of Harry Potter, my my uh, last uh, AVM, my visual. What a segue! Well done, <laughs> well done, well so, done. So, like this past. This last week, as I was getting ready for this, you know, my start of my quarter, I was setting up all my classrooms online, and I needed something to watch. And so I found this this series on, well, it's on Netflix and Hulu, but it's a sci-fi series called The Magicians. In my opinion, I think it's like a, a more adult, no, Harry Potter. Like, it's basically a college for people who are magicians. And you have like this... Uh, you have this main character who's like he thinks like for the first episode he kind of checks himself into a psychiatric hospital because he's having thoughts of suicide. He, he doesn't fit in and like he's obsessed with like these these novels about 
about magicians and like he does he knows he knows like David Blaine type magic like he can do card tricks and stuff like that but well so is it is it like magicians or is it like wizards like it's like it's meant to be like magicians magicians well when I say magicians like you have like like in the school they're like they di- different uh that's what I said. Different types, and then you have like the you have like the like the movers, people who are like uh, tele telekinetic, who can okay you know, move things, and then you have like the 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 people who are psychics. And then you oh, have okay. the people who can do like like spells or 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 jump or uh, teleport. So so this is like supposed to be real magic, not just like I can do some card tricks and I'm super... Yeah, but, but he, yeah, he thought he was like a David Blaine, but he kind of found out he like he can do like real, real magic. He's like doing the people who was a telekinetic. Okay, okay. So, and then they have spells and all that, and then and then, I don't want to give the show away, but basically uh, it's five seasons. Season five just ended uh, like two weeks ago. Okay. It's on... And so, like, I'm on, I'm still on season one. So, oh, so you just he just started this, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's I I I like it because it's a show that you don't really have to pay attention to, like, like for real. Like I was doing work while I was watching it, so right. Yeah, so the magicians, pretty good. No, that fits right into what I what I've been on lately, like watching Chopped and, and listening to Rain sounds. Uh, I can play that in the background and. And maybe learn me a couple of magic tricks. I used to do magic tricks as a kid. You don't really do magic tricks, bro. Don't don't, don't play <laughs> me, bro. <laughs> would you would you oh, yeah. pick a pick a card, any card? Cape and a wand too. Don't don't do that, bro. <laughs> I didn't walk around with no cape, bro. <laughs> um, Let's wrap this up, dog. Let's get up out of here, man. All right, so. Uh... People, so now that we left you with some things to check out, you know, for this week, you know, some audio, some visuals, some mental, um, you know, check those things out until next time. Um, first and foremost, I want to thank you all for listening. You know, this episode is kind of long, but you know, some people might actually like that. Um, you can always stay connected with us by email at summer16podcast at gmail.com, our show's Instagram, summer16pod. Or on our Facebook page, Summer 16 Podcast. Uh, all the links will be in, in the description. And if you enjoy the content and want to help us grow and provide better shows going forward, you know, please don't hesitate. Uh, put something in our Cash App, uh, Dollar Sign Summer 16 Pod. Um, anything helps. Until next time, whole lot of gang shit. Yeah, uh, my guy. Gang, 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 gang. We out of here, baby. Peace. Peace. Yeah. <laughs>